Hey dolls, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two hopeless undercover romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels across the diaspora. It's your girl, Hana. And I'm Odelia. And on this episode, we finally end the madness that is this book, Tia Williams' novel, The Perfect Find. If you were tuning in for the first time, hi. And before you get too cozy, please check out our previous episodes on The Perfect Find before you listen to this episode, because they will be some spoilers, not only from the novel, but also the Netflix film about the book. Also, please check out our previous episodes of equally romantic books such as Honey and Spice, Seven Days in June, and Yinka, Where's Your Husband? We'd love to know what y'all think as you tune in. So let's jump into this one. Cue the intro. Buddy, welcome back, as my gorgeous co host said. Gorgeous. Anyways, we're going to jump right back into the last couple chapters. Praise be. (laughs) The last couple chapters of The Perfect Find, which unfortunately was not the perfect find for us. Um, And it actually really pains me because I was very excited to read this book. But um, any Hearst... So we ended, last time we saw our characters, Jenna and Eric, what was the last thing they were up to? Well, it seems that her, uh, she got, she saw that Forbes article. Oh, she was informed by um, her ex-boyfriend, Brian's mother, Anna, that there's something so romantic in the Forbes article that she should read. But she said, "Uh -uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to ruin my perfectly perfect day. Um, So let me go hang out with Eric. Right. And um, so then we jump into chapter 22 mm-hmm. and the article that was being written about her and the perfect fine and uh, Glamzine got stylezine. Sorry. Uh-oh. You know what happened? Because we Uh-oh. watched the movie and, you know, in the movie, it's called Darzine. Oh, so yeah. I saw I you almost, merge. <laughs> yeah. I almost like. We're going to talk about the movie, y'all. But anyways, I claim the book. So let's call it Style Zine. Yeah, it's Style Zine. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like Harper's Bazaar or something. It was New York Times. New York Times. Okay, there you go. Um, the New York Times uh, was writing an article about Style Zine and Darcy in particular. And then, of course, an extension. Um, Jenna, Eric is not supposed to have like a huge uh, part. Yeah, because he's a videographer. Like... He's right. on the face of the brand. But when the writer gets on set mm-hmm. for Cara Delvin's shoot for The Perfect Find, which, again, is so funny because, like, obviously everybody knows who Cara Delvin is. And, yeah, she was definitely a huge star at this time. Like, I think on based on where the book is, we're, like, a year or two removed from her doing um, Finding Alaska or whatever that John Green movie was. And she, I remember she used to be a thing on Tumblr. Did not ever get her. Glad that she came out as being weird because now I feel justified in my strange feelings. But anyway, so she's up and doing the perfect find. They're like, yeah, she's she's doing fashion in a way that like her mates aren't doing fashion. Like it's almost like anti-fashion, but it's cute. And I was just like, show me the fashions. But anyways, <laughs> all I see is eyebrow. <laughs> 
when I think of her, I just think of all the stupid, like, gooky, uh, goofy, goofy faces that she does, where it, it's very much giving, like, oh my god, you're so funny. Like, I'm so crazy. That's her vibe. But anyways, yeah. enough about Cardell Bean. So the writer from the New York Times is on the set of The Perfect Fine, and she just notices that, like, Eric and Jenna, they're just in sync. They're finishing each other's sandwiches. You know, they're on the same length as everybody, as each other. And it and she notices she's like to the passing eye just look like two people who've been working together from some time for some time and they're just perfectly suited. But she knows there's something more there and she just um she decides to like change her whole approach to the article and drops Darcy Darcy I almost said Darzine again. Drop Darcy <laughs> and style Zine and focus pro mostly on the perfect find Jenna and then now a piece on Eric as this budding filmographer who's like doing his thing and then the relationship between Eric and um Jenna as they make the perfect find mm-hmm. and um the article turns out well there's one photo in there that looks a little bit saucy um and two people notice that and I, I really enjoyed this aspect of the chapter, the different views, mm-hmm. because it's the first time that we see Brian's point of view. Mm-hmm. And Brian lets us know that, like, he he's like, first of all, this child, this middle schooler, why is she dating a goddamn freshman? Yeah. Like, and at the same time, he's kicking out the knockoff girl that he's been dating to get over her. Mm-hmm. And this poor girl is like, I just know I'll never live up to anything. Like, I'm always going to be living in the shadow, the ghost of Jenna Jones, her house. This is her home. This is her man. Like, nothing's moved in the place that she, since she's left here. And she's like, let me just remove myself from the equation. Yeah. At the same time, we find out that Brian's mother's breast cancer has come back. And they don't say it explicitly, but I'm like, oh, damn, I think she's dying. Yeah. Um, in, this, in another part of the city, Darcy's reading the article for the first time, and she's upset because, obviously, her piece has been removed. Salzine is kind of minimizing the article. And then on top of that, she's seeing her son canoodling with her greatest asset right now. And... Two things I realized, or maybe three things. One, she's a vengeful. She's very biatch. vengeful. Like, like the fact that she's already planning to get that writer fired, crazy. And yeah. then she's also very much in competition with her child, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, I know she's a narcissist, and there's not much that's great about her. But like, usually narcissist, like, where does where's the limit for you? Like, your own kid. There's no limit. It's crazy. She never really liked her child. She's. I, I, I don't believe it. You know what I mean? She's yeah. just there for like, oh, yeah, I have a child, but like, it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, she's not a mother. Yeah. And so she, she just like, she, she's, she's pissed just, off. she's pissed off. And then say in another realm of the city in Brooklyn, Jenna and Eric are in there in Jenna's bed canoodling and um, looking at the article and Jenna can see that they may have like, done just a tad too much there were like one or two more comments away from like making it obvious what the two of them were doing Mm -hmm. and so she's trying to tell eric but then she's also focused in on something that eric has said in the article which is that um i think they asked him like what's your plan for the next couple years And he's like just hustling like yeah nothing to hold me down like i just want to hustle and she's just like oh my god like this literal 22 year old Hannah's rolling her eyes hard right now, but this literal 22-year-old is talking about 
hustling and I want a kid. I want marriage. I'm 40 years old. And, you know, that's where my sympathy ends with that. So that's chapter 22. Thank God. Um, I am so disinterested. Let me let me jump back into it. Okay, here I am, y'all. I'm so sorry, but yeah. So you know, Janet's feeling a type of way because in the article, a boy went ahead and said, you know, these are the hustle years. You know, no ties, and she's just like, oh, no ties. Mean like he probably doesn't want to have kids. He probably doesn't want to do this and that. So you know, it is what it is. Um, and we move on to the next chapter. It's chapter twenty three. And please tell me, this is May May's birthday party. No. So this chapter. Oh, Darcy calls Eric into her office and is like, are you sleeping with her? (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm not. Like, she doesn't like, like, he's still pretending. Mm -hmm. And she's like, boy, you can lie to me all you want. But once I catch you guys, it'll be over. Like, and I will come for you. Yeah. Because again, this woman hates her son, Loki. And he's like, I'm not even doing that. And like shouldn't you be happy like because of per- the perfect find the article like there's buzz on buzzfeed and other articles and la da da and like so much is happening for me she's like no and she's like no i'm not happy for you <laughs> absolutely not happy for you stop sleeping with jenna and he's like i'm not and then she decides she pulls up the forbes article oh yeah and is like well this is her ex man mm-hmm. do you see how he has money that you don't have do you see how he you has see how properties 30, that you don't have is forbes 30 above 30 there is no uh, above 30 <laughs> forbes at that point you're just old okay <laughs> so whatever the article is you see this man he's accomplished okay this is a man you see he's got a nice house he's on the cover what do you have a twin bed in my co- in my condo yeah i know you do is smoke weed and play video games with and him gamble. and then she does the most she does the most evil thing because it's not coming back to me does she go ahead and starts like saying well you know that jenna and her man always wanted a kid Yes, yeah, so she does say that. She's yeah. like, they broke up because he didn't want to get married and he did, and she wants kids. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be able to give her those things? And the answer, truthfully, is no. Yeah. And she's and he can't say any of that. He's just like, at the end of the day, I'm not sleeping with her. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it is. But he immediately has to go outside and get air because it's like the world is encaving on him. Yeah. Um. So then we fast forward to... A little later on the weekend, he's back in Jenna's bed and mm-hmm. they're both just laying there and there's just like awkward silence, like not awkward, but none of them are chatty Cathy's today because they're both stressed about the future of this relationship, which they should be. You know what? Even talking about this shit is getting me upset. I can't lie. But um, <laughs> keep going, girl. You're doing a great job. <laughs> this is a solo podcast today y'all oh yeah i'm not i didn't even write notes <laughs> like you don't understand i want this thing to end so badly like i'm on to the next book um but she <laughs> but yeah they're just awkwardly in the bed because everybody because you know what eric said in the article about no ties and then that is bothering jenna and then what darcy told her son about jenna and brian is bothering him and so they're just sitting there doing what so they're watching turner classic movies as they normally do and she's, no surprise. she brings up something about his um his nether regions but i don't remember exactly what she said she like compliments him and then she was like would you still be with me if like my pp was smaller <laughs> and she was like 
<laughs> Sorry, it's because I said female. I remember we're talking about 22-year-old. <laughs> but anyway, she brought up this story about this man who, um, it sounds like something straight out of the Daily Mail, where he had, like, <laughs> a micro-penis and would only have sex in the dark because he was using a dildo. <laughs> would you still love me if I was a worm? Like, it's it's giving some of those conversations. But worse. But then he says something that lets me know he's he's a 22-year-old man. He's like, um, because she says, I want to have a conversation about something when they move past this story. But mm-hmm. at, because he's like me, he likes to make a joke. He says, like, um, no, I wouldn't want, like, to use dildos. Like, it makes me feel inadequate. And I was like, grow up. <laughs> grow up. But then anyways, he, uh... <laughs> He, she starts talking about, like, where do you see this going kind of thing? And, of course, he's like, well, I'm, I'm done with whatever. But he knows that she wants to say, I want a kid. I want my eggs cracked and I want my last name dropped. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing with I'm you. I'm not. But she can't say that because she's so in love with Eric. And um, he doesn't want to say either. But he's on the tip of the tongue. He's like... Are you afraid I can't give you these things? Do you want Brian? Do you want the big ass house in Manhattan? Do you want the fancy parties? Like all of those things I can't give you. And and they're just both just turning around the, the, the question. And he does what people who are on the last leg of the relationships do, which is... It's like um, Solange said in Cranes in the Sky, she tried to fuck it away. And he did just that. I will say this was one of their better spicy scenes. I quite enjoyed this one. I can't lie. I'm happy um, for you. <laughs> but the both of them were just trying so hard to be in the moment. Like, they didn't, they, like, this is not going to fix your issues. But I hope you continue to feel that. And and I honestly, I just felt bad for Eric. I don't know why I didn't feel bad for um, Jenna. I don't know. But Anyhurst. So what I, um, so, so what I, <laughs> guys, we're sorry. You want to talk about love violence? I saw clips from Mitten's Day. <laughs> And it looks so good. No shade, no shade, no shade to Tia Williams. But what the hell was this, man? (laughs) Like, I promise you, I've actually, I've read a a bunch of books where I thought like, oh yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not that great, but I'm going to continue. I I genuinely, these last couple of chapters was just like this. I had to put on the Perfect Fine cl- uh, playlist on Netflix. And did it help you? It helped a little bit because, like, like I said, the problem is not Tia Williams. She's an amazing writer. Oh, yeah, of the, course. the words were still good. It's the actual premise of the story I, that is bad. And if you actually look and not to get to the end and talk about the movie, but because I went on hashtag the Perfect Find after. And everybody was agreeing, like, the problem with the movie as well is if you didn't read the book, you the movie is just even worse. Oh, yeah. But um, people just couldn't get with, like, and I kept saying this, and they kept, some people doubted me. They can't get go? with Keith Powers and Gabrielle Union kissing up on the screen like that. And people were very uncomfy. It's very... Like, if this is just uncomfy. It almost made me want to go back and rewatch um, how Stella got her groove back to see if I'm capable of like. Oh, between Angela Bassett yeah. and Ty. I watched it at a different time. I was a little younger and dumb. <laughs> so now that I'm more cognizant of these things, I wonder if it'll still have the same, like, I don't know, effect on you. Yes. We'll just ha- 
We'll just have to see because that, yeah. Y'all, no, I'm going to say it. We no, have Love it. Island <laughs> on in the background. Not this season. No. Season no. eight. And it's like the beginning episode. And why Toby got this girl's toe in his mouth? Like, and someone is recording him <laughs> suck her toes too. Anyway, let's go move on to chapter 24. I think it's phase two. Anyways, oh so. Chapter 24 is Billy's five-year-old daughter's birthday. Oh, right. So, so, so Jenna invited um, Eric. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because she wants to do more things outside. So part of their conversation as well was we can't just have this relationship in my home. Like we have to Love go outside dark, at man. some part. <laughs> and she's like, but my mom and he's like, well, eventually we will leave Style Z and eventually we will do other things. Like we have to know if this clicks outside. Like, you know. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, they left their little villa and went to the real world, um, which is Billy's daughter's birthday. May -may. Yes, her sixth birthday. Yeah. And it's a costume party. It is a costume party. I love costume parties. I think it's so, so cute. And kids love them, too. I forgot what her theme was generally, but I think it was just costume. OK, so everybody just dresses up um, in their best costumes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the reason why I asked her the theme is because the movie kind of like. The movie gave it a theme. It was all black. It was all black, uh, meaning like the funerals and death, which is something that May is obsessed with. So, but they didn't give. But it once a again, story. if you don't want read the, exactly like the the movie, I fear they ran out of money. I don't know what else How? to say. They spent it all on the costumes. To be honest, Odilia, you're right because the costume person clocked in and did their job. Um, even the cameraman did his job, but the directors, the screenwriters, the producers, where were you? I truly believe it's less the director, even it was the screenwriter because there were certain shots I really enjoyed, like at the dinner party where you could constantly see Eric lingering. That's fine. But the director is also sitting in the room with the screenwriter saying, how are we going to put this on film with this content here? I blame Netflix. I don't. I, I do. blame the creators. I'm I serious. wonder what Tia Williams thinks of the movie. She thinks it's great. No, she doesn't, but she'll never tell us. You know what? I'm going to take it like when Chimamanda decided to do Half of a Yellow Sun into a movie and she trusted her best friend or like, you know, an idol in the, the industry that she loved to go ahead and direct it. They probably did favors. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, you're my best friend. You know, you're so talented. I loved you in school. Direct my movie. <clears throat> The direction and the screenwriting was not that great because half of Yellowstone the movie was not good at all. Like it, it was a shame. I, know, I don't I've think Shamanda spoke on it at all, but the book was amazing. Well, obviously. even this one, I don't think they promoted like that. They I didn't see no thirsty tweets from Keith Powers. I didn't see no. no. And I'm going to say something right now for anybody who has watched Wendy Williams, the movie, the woman who screenwriting that particular movie <laughs> is the person who screenwriting the perfect fine. So you do with that information what you want. But I'd argue Wendy Williams, the movie was better than it this. was a hundred percent better. But the reason why I suspected it had to, it had to be the same screenwriter is because there was some, the way it was clipped. I said, no, 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 no. No, no, no. This looks so familiar to me because I watched the one. Okay, movie. so let's say this. The person who does continuancy or continuation on the movie did not yeah. clock in for the perfect find. Um, Neither did Tia Williams. She didn't clock in for her, for her own book. She wrote the book. It was amazing. I don't know it where she was in the think, screenwriting. It makes me think, Um, you know, in, in Seven Days in June, mm -hmm. how she, like, Jean Viev's character talks about, like, the struggles of trying to get this film made and, like... Mm -hmm. 
you know, making sure what she wrote ended up on the screen. It almost makes me feel like, hmm, maybe she, maybe she's trying to say something that she don't really want to say. Wait, isn't Jenna Jones going to be making Seven Days in June? Oh, no, so the cursed. Eric Holmes is making Cursed. And Jenna's going to do the costuming. Because I did go back when I finished the book to go reread the little part that they're in. Um, okay, so now it's now it's May's sixth birthday party. It's a costume party, and uh, Jenna Jones shows up, and so does Eric. Eric is not really dressed up. I think he thought the costume party was only for the, the kids, so yeah. he's just like, "Oh shoot, I'm supposed to like dress up too." She's like, "Yeah, that's part of the fun, obviously." Anywho, so she does a little bit of a boop, and I hated that. That was so rude to me. Yeah, she trans like I think she like distressed his jeans even and further. his shirt because he was wearing an incredible Hulk shirt. Yeah, and she like cut shit into it and his jeans and made it look like you know like I guess when the Incredible Hulk like when he goes Hulk mode and then goes back yeah. normal, his clothes are ripped up. But I was like, ain't nobody asked you to do all that. Like, and, and at first she- he and he was a little reluctant too. He's just like, yo, like you gotta cut my my clothes up and then he even looked like the incredible hulk the only person he knew was may like none of the adults knew that and they were all dressed like dumb ass shit to me yeah. like i don't remember what um jenna was dressed as as a 40 year old woman <laughs> okay but then anyways eric was made to be uncomfortable the whole party because she kept being like he's an up to coming fit like you know like almost yeah. like he's auditioning him to like look he's normal he's mature he fits in he does this yeah and eric knows too i was like can you stop and he was uncomfortable and then she started judging him because he's gambling on video games and stuff and she's just like and he's still thinking about brian and things like that so yeah, it was just very awkward because she was definitely trying to sell him to the little mommy friends around um, yeah. Billy and um the other kids and it made him uncomfortable because she was acting out of character he's like, oh you know he's he's Saving up money to move out of of, uh, of his mom's house. Like, why are you telling people that, girl? <laughs> like, literally. And this upset him, obviously. And she was upset because he was upset. And she's like, well, like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, but you are. You're doing amazing stuff. And he's just like, yeah, but, like, you're acting weird. Like, just, just stop it. Um, And I don't know how this ended up happening eventually. Oh, I'll tell you. You thank you. You fill in the gas for me. I'm just giving you an overview today, okay? So essentially, after that, May May comes over. She's dressed as yes. the Black Swan, mm-hmm. and he she wants to be on film because he brought his camera as a cover up that they were because eventually they're doing an episode with Elodie on the Perfect Fine, and he's like, oh yeah, we'll just pretend we're getting B roll shots. So she um she so they're like mamie's like i want to do it so then he goes to the side with her and Mm -hmm. they have a very like cute like adult kid relationship it's very cute like conversation and she's quite smart for her age but you can tell she's still a kid because she thinks marriage is just between princes and princesses and then she has lips a lisp lisp, yeah and um he she asks like are you like auntie Gemma's prince mm-hmm. and he's like i'd love to be but we're not yet mm-hmm. so fast forward a couple of minutes later and um uh, may parents come over billy and jay and elodi shows up yep and they're in the circle talking and <laughs> uh jenna goes oh yeah and we have an announcement to make and may this... goes you're engaged and everyone's like oh my and Billy's like, yeah, and I'm two months pregnant. And Jenna's like, 
good for you and your pregnancy, but I'm not engaged. Like, yeah. And now it's awkward, and everyone's like, oh, okay. Birthday cake? No, they spent like <laughs> at least three minutes like celebrating. Almost, Bill was almost in tears thinking yeah. that Jenna was was engaging in that her announcement oh my god i'm pregnant and of course it's made eric uncomfortable as well and it's just like no i just want we just wanted to say that eric it doesn't even matter man <laughs> it does matter that's a really big deal okay. he his film um tyler on the street tyler on the parachute tyler on Perry street will be on south by southwest which is a really big festival yeah. for film in miami are we um, friends though i guess so because isn't this one of is this like the first time? No, they've met m- before. multiple times. Yes. Okay. And at this point, they've been together for several months. But she has only brought him around her friends, and she does bring that up later because yeah. they 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 have a walk on the beach, and he's like, "You one, you're acting weird." Mm-hmm. This, and then two, she's like, "Well, you know, I'm just trying to at least bring you around my friends. Mm-hmm. The only time you even brought Tim and Clarita around is when I." told your ass to bring them around mm-hmm. so you've not actually brought them around me and what because you don't think i fit into your world and he says something that's so funny to me he's what did he say he said um essentially he was like oh uh are you mad because i didn't bring you to a little wing concert and i'm yeah. like no it's not the little wing concert that's got her like upset she's upset because like normal people blend their lives like your lives yeah. aren't blending which is what tim emphasized in the last episode that we spoke oh he doesn't say book. that yet but eventually okay he's yeah like, but I'm, I'm also like telling you like this is what we yeah. talked about saying like part of any romantic relationship is bringing your person around your friends because that's how y'all get together and like you know kiki and stuff um but obviously i just feel that Eric feels like, you know, Jenna's more classier and more sophisticated. So that's why she had no idea that he gambled, no idea that he smoked weed. You know what I mean? Like these are yeah. almost like new stuff to her. She's like, oh no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't gamble. That's such a waste of money and la da da da. Which is interesting because when we get to the whole Brian confession, I'm just like, nah, hold You know, I didn't no. put that together actually. You didn't put that together? I forgot Eric gambled. So by the time I got yeah. to Brian's crippling degeneracy, I didn't realize. Oh, okay. I did. And I said, oh, there you go. <laughs> God, he's trying to save you. <laughs> he's trying to save you, girl. Anywho, um, yeah, so they're not engaged. You know, no, he's, and he's, at this point, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm probably going to say the exact same thing. Oh, saying. I was saying the cracks are showing. Yeah. The, exactly yeah. the cracks in the relationship are showing uh things a little awkward everybody's awkward but then maybe does i think no her name is maybe i'm calling her maybe uh, she's like oh i'm sorry i you told me not to say anything and then she runs off to go play with her friend right they did tell her not to say nothing that's right girl you go ahead and you spread your information and run off <laughs> she's a bone collector that's right oh i like a bone collector um but you know what <laughs> i don't blame her eric's a fool for trusting a six-year-old with anything i know and then she's like promise you wouldn't say anything girl. are you okay promise yeah all right she's First smart all, but she's still a you're also not supposed to make year old. children promise nothing in this life so let's start there i also like you know i would love to just have um a sequel just me because she was talking about how her mom doesn't let her watch certain things on tv yes and that like, she only wants like brown people on tv yes and then her mom, watching likes sex watch, in the city? her mom likes to watch <laughs> carrie bradshaw and i said oh don't tell her <laughs> I said, get her, get her again, get her for me. 
that made me laugh. I'm just like, that's, her mom is basically what's what's gonna happen to all of us anyway. We're not gonna tell kids not to do that stuff. <laughs> well, you're gonna go ahead and do the opposite. And they'll catch you doing it. But it's, I'm glad that she has it. insight to see that her mom is not watching the so-called like programs that have representations. So that was really funny to me. So yeah, so then that happens and then um they go to the pier, like you just spoke about, and then so they the have pier. that conversation. And then they get into an argument. I feel like we're missing a part. What are we missing? Let me think about it. Because they don't talk about anything. Let me think about it. I want to see something interesting as I think. Okay. So basically <laughs> they were that peer and they, and you know, they have a little argument and they're sort of confused as to like how they want to move forward. I know what happened. Eric brings up what happened. I know what happened. Okay. Please tell the people, man. So now. After their little kerfuffle, they go back to their jobs, and Eric is a grumpy bunny, and everybody can tell. Yes. And at some point in the day, um, Jenna decides to go to her little closet to clean up, and Eric comes in, and and they're both like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then they say sorry in the way only two deranged people on the last leg of their relationship could do, which was bump uglies Mm -hmm. in the closet room. Mm -hmm. And again, I thought that was a great scene as well. Like, I will say... (laughs) I'm happy for you. (laughs) You like the first couple Spice scenes. I I couldn't get with them. This one, though, I, I liked it a little more. I can't lie. I guess because at that point they'd start to brainwash me. But... What they didn't brainwash, and I always said, there's no cameras in this room. Okay. Today, there was a camera, and nobody noticed. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, Darcy got y'all now. So then, um, fast forward to uh, something happened. <laughs> something happened at the party, actually. Eric had to take a picture of May May. He opened up Jenna's phone and saw the article. I I didn't want to interrupt you. I I forgot about that. Because you were going on and on because I was going to talk about Brian. Right, Brian. Because so he took Jenna's phone at May's party and saw the her tabs or her history tabs were open. And she and he spotted the Forbes article. And he's just like, oh, so my, so this girl's gone ahead and like read about what this man said about her and her ex. Yeah. And I thought it was very dramatic for him to think he's 22. Jesus. He's 22. I understand. But that's so dramatic regardless because all because some, okay. So he wrote, Brian wrote something really sweet about Jenna in the article. I think she has every right to go and read what it is. It could be, I don't know. I feel like that's perfectly normal. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, but he's he's not thinking straight either. Because all he's thinking is what his mom said about Brian being a man and him being a boy yes. and like nothing to offer and stuff. So it's actually his insecurities projecting on his onto his emotions, which then land on Jenna Jones. That's my opinion on it because I thought it was very dramatic for him to have like a huge reaction from her reading the article. Do you want him back? Is that why you read the article? No, B. No. I just read the article. I want to see what he's saying about me. I spent 20 years with this man. Like, what'd you expect me to do? And we just dumped, and I just dumped him two years ago. Be for real, man. Honestly, I think we power through the rest of this so we can talk about why we hate it. So what happens next is at some point they argue again for something. Oh, I like I don't even remember why they argue, but essentially. Then we jump to this party 
Oh, they don't sleep with each other yet. Do they? <laughs> Fam, they I don't care. Them. I actually don't care. No, let's keep going because I nah, don't. I don't care because they what see happens each other in, the, in the closet? Okay, a camera. Up then they there. start beefing for some reason. They I can't start remember. Beefing they have a conversation about the whole the whole situation. Okay, and she brings up Brian, and he talks about it, and then I think they talk about like just everything about the relationship that doesn't make it work. You know what I mean? You're young. I want to. Why don't you tell me you want a baby? You're young. I'm old. <laughs> You're young. I'm old. I want a child now. You're not ready for a child. Why don't you tell me that you wanted a child? You never mentioned it to me before. I'm sorry. Then why did you talk? And I saw your tabs and you're reading about Brian. Do you still want to go back to your Brian guy? What are you talking about? Oh my God, my phone. I'm so sorry. Like. <sighs> so after that little nonsense. <laughs> After that nonsense, Eric is, like, not talking to her at all. Yeah. And um, she has to go to, like, now she's back in the industry. So she goes to some party. And it's, like, everybody who's anybody is there. Mm -hmm. But she don't really want to go because she didn't pay for her ticket. Like, she got invited by, like, the Harper's Bazaar or some shit. And, like... Yeah, and a wind tour and everybody who's important Yes, exactly. There. And Elodie's supposed to be there too. And she meets Elodie there. And Elodie does mention, like, she's off the dating apps. Mm -hmm. Her psychic told her that she's going to meet someone who's from a sunshine, sunshine state. Oh, yeah. This part was cute. Yeah. So then she walks off to go do something. And then um, this guy comes up to Jenna named James Diaz. Mm -hmm. And I think it's Jay's friend who is a teach another professor at the Fordham College where uh, Billy said that she should teach. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just got off the plane from like North Dakota. So then he said the Sunshine State. I don't remember what state it is. I don't care, Americans. It's not important to me. <laughs> and yeah. all I know is that it was not California. So don't come to me and be like, oh, no, it was, it was definitely not California. It was not California. I think it was one of the Dakotas for sure. Anyway, so she says the Sunshine State, and then she's like, oh my god, Elodie, here's your man. So she's trying to introduce him, but then what happens after that is she goes to the bar to sit down. She's tried to call Eric again, mm -hmm. and he's not picked up, and next thing you know... South Dakota, the Sunshine State. There you go. Mm -hmm. So the next thing you know, a man slides a, a napkin yeah. on the table, and it's the same napkin that she wrote or he wrote like when they were in uni talking about oh where I see my life in 15 years is like life with I want to do this 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 mm -hmm. and this and have kids and this and of course it's Brian and I was like well what do you want my guy and he's talking about oh my mom's dead let me tell something but the thing is she died yesterday why are you at the gala today I because he knew Jenna was going to be there oh okay <sighs> when a man when a straight man, when a cisgendered straight man <laughs> loses on. their mother, they will do, and they're very, of course, like he was very close to his mom. Mm. He's in, he's distraught, he's stressed out. He has to go find the woman. They'll take care of him. You got it, girl. You, you know, this actually reminds me of winning time when his mother was sick. And he went ahead and like grabbed the boobs of his nurse. That was awful. Yeah. I still don't even understand why he... He did that. And he cried on her shoulders. And then all of a sudden, a man's hand is on your boob. What? And my girl said, look, I need my kids' tuition paid. So. And he said, I'm going to pay for those, th those kids. Just. <laughs> no, but that man was very sick. Yeah, What's his name? Um, I forgot what his name is. I don't um, really care. Essentially, the man who started dying. Showtime for the Lakers, guys. Yeah. And his daughter is still, uh, yeah, the, still the, the owner mm -hmm. of the Lakers. What's her name, bro? I should know this. But anyways, 
I should just know this. Um, Do you know? Jeannie, Jeannie, Jeannie's her name. What's her dad's name? What's her last name? Okay, so Brian is talking about yo. Jeannie, my mom is dead, and then Je- she's like, "Wait, oh, no, no, my no." God. You we, can Google it while I'm speaking. No, 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 no. Let's and, pause, everybody. And then he let's pause. We're let's not pause. pausing for let's basketball. Pause. Okay, let's pause. this is a romantic let's podcast. Pause. We don't care about basketball. What can do. be really romantic if we really want it to be. Are you a man? Um, women. Okay, you know so, the women's <laughs> World Cup is on. Are you watching it? I have been watching Are it. Are you watching it as frequently as you watch the men's World Cup? No, but that the only reason okay, is because so, it's in Australia <laughs> and I live in Canada. The hours are awful. And that World Cup was where? The one Qatar is a better time. Qatar games were nine thirty a.m. Canada time, eleven a.m. and one p.m. Like, girl, don't even try and make me sound like that. So Jenna's obviously is upset because Anna just Genie Bus. G- Je- <laughs> Jenna is upset because Anna had just spoken to her about this article and she's like oh my god Anna Banana is dead oh my god it's terrible and of course like Brian is upset and <clears throat> she's like oh how are you doing she's just like honestly not too good like things are like I'm, I'm I'm tired I'm depressed but anyway girl I've been wanting to talk to you like can we speak can we talk now and she just like mm, well she's I like mean, yeah but she also feels a little bad that she didn't get back to Anna yeah. like she thought she was joking when she died but so before they go off to speak something else is happening at the party Darcy's at the party yes. and that girl Suki Delgado is also at the party and she's still drunk yes. and she comes up she's to she's perpetually drunk that one <laughs> she comes up to uh, Darcy and is like um, hey girl hey remember like, me like you remember me and she's like Girl, I know who you are, but you're not doing the perfect fine. And she's like, no, I was I was uh, Eric's prom day. And she's like, Eric went to prom? That's how bad of a bomb she is. Imagine. And she's like, yeah, I saw him with um with, with Jenna. Jenna. And they were like, isn't that cute or whatever? And I was just like, sometimes we need to learn to close our lips, Shanice. It's moving too much like a rat. <laughs> like, just shh. And Suki instantly realized the moment she said that, that Darcy had no had no yeah. idea what was going on and darcy just like <clears throat> suki just hold on i'm sorry y'all i'm sorry please excuse me please excuse me and grabs suki's hand and says girl yeah come with me <laughs> we yeah. gotta talk okay and that's how we know that darcy's probably like cooking up some way to expose her son yeah. and jenna jones <laughs> we're sleeping together do you know how mad that is exactly like she's like she's cooking a plan right now i i didn't like that i'm just like you that's your son like like, pull him to the side, maybe talk to him and say, yo, like, what's going on? But no, she said, I'm going to do something so vile, so malicious <laughs> to embarrass you just to show that I have power over you. Exactly. Anyway, we move on. that's how that chapter ends. And we move on to the next chapter where Brian and Jenna have a conversation. It was interesting because I know when Brian, like, grabbed her hand from the party, he's usually, like, the leader, the one mm. who always, like, she has to follow and stuff. I was surprised that she let him do that for her in that I moment. I think with people who you've created relationships with, Force of habit. Yeah, especially toxic, you just even when you don't want to, you just fall right back into it. Mm. So and it's also very interesting because they make it known that her and Eric, though I don't believe it, mm-hmm. <laughs> they take turns being in charge essentially. Especially in the only in sex, the conf- oh, is, it, is that it? Yeah, oh. I think the only in sex is when they. I actually, I think outside that, but the first time I saw them taking turns was when they first um made love to each other. 
in the uh, comfort of their boudoir in the comfort of the alley oh right mm-hmm. oh that just remind me of gabrielle Yu's awful run on the bridge <laughs> this movie's ass. i want to shut this book close for good but let's continue y'all so <laughs> they go up to brian's oh well jenna jones old apartment with brian and he's just like you want to come up and that mom's just like thinking to herself, Lord have mercy. Do I want to go up to this apartment that has, that holds so much wounds for me? Yeah, let me go. So <laughs> <laughs> I think she gave it a little more thought. Yeah, I know. She gave it more thought, but I'm, you know, I'm giving y'all the sped up version. It looks like how y'all have sped up versions on TikTok with your little songs. So she goes up to the apartment and everything is exactly the way she left it in terms of interior decorating and all that stuff. So she was walking through the holes, looking at the tiles, looking at the, the, the pictures and the photographs and being like, wow, like this was my this is my past and yeah. it was merging with her present as well because like she's definitely changed especially with her relationship with eric and just walking through these halls is just reminding her of that really depressive time that she was with brian of course brian left everything as is i think he strategically did that i'm pretty sure he moved stuff here and there during the two years that you know they were not together I don't think he did i think he's too lazy to move anything do you think so yeah also because the bank was looking for him so what could he touch <laughs> book again to that like her reading glasses were exactly where but my problem with jenna is she don't think big <laughs> i would have had a sack the size of santa's just throwing shit in but let me ask you when your house is in foreclosure that but we get that's into not my it. issue though that's his issue but it belongs to the bank he's gonna call her and be like jenna <laughs> no but he said he sorted out but you know that was always my question when they were talking about oh he's a developer this developer mm-hmm. i was like okay then how do you do during the recession and it's just and he told us because that's what he tells her next he's like i didn't i wasn't cheating on you i just felt emasculated by my own poor decisions yeah which was i think is so funny the fact that he put all his money into burning madoff's ponzi scheme I need, we, I need to take a pause here because <laughs> I read that sentence twice. I said, Bernie, Madoff, Bernie, Bernie, the Ponzi scheme? <laughs> I was like, I said, are you dumb? Come on, American greed. But his justification for it was just like, well, all the big players in that, that time were doing it. And so I went ahead and, you know, went yeah, ahead and did it too. but majority of follow, your... Follow. If your friend tells us jump off the cliff, you're jumping too? Yes, but you know, that's the thing. Like, some people have like, I don't know what to call it. Like... I don't want to say like a poverty mentality, but you know, like when you're afraid to be broke again, mm-hmm. but so you almost fall way too deep into the, the evils of money. That's, that's Brian to he me. He has an accounting degree. Yeah. And he, he said he didn't even check receipts, but he was a minor in, in auditing. So like he was just doing what the other rich people were doing, which is crazy to me. And it blew off because obviously the recession yeah. won. Yeah. Bernie Madoff is obviously, is he in jail? Even? Yes. Okay. Is he dead? I don't think he died well he'll die in jail so like you're not getting any of that money back mm-hmm. so and he was too ashamed to tell jenna so tell his mom mm-hmm. sold his mama's house talking about she needs to downsize and was sleeping in hotels instead of going on trips because he didn't want to tell jenna that he couldn't keep up with the lifestyle he's made her accustomed to as if this wasn't the same jenna that he was literally living off her bank her her college allowance for god he died in 2021 oh well I'd say rest in peace, but no rest in hell. Anyway, um, I just thought that his whole like reasoning to why he was mistreating Jennifer that time was so pathetic to me. 
Like you couldn't just tell me that we were in trouble. We were living paycheck to paycheck for but for that's like a the year. problem. I, I think- said like. What kind of man are you? That's exactly the kind of man he is. That's exactly what men are. Because especially men of that era, Jenna's era <laughs> and older, mm-hmm. like they just think if I provide money, I've done it all. Mm-hmm. There's no emotional side to it. There's no nothing. That's why she's so in love with Eric. Because at least Eric even likes the things that she likes. This man doesn't know her. He just sees her as an accessory to his empire. Starting to sound like Elam. Like he <laughs> just Love Island. <laughs> just sees her as an accessory and thinks she's she's just a doll. Like she she treats her like a sim. Just dress her up. That's true. Like, and she and she chose to be a sim at some point. Exactly. Because he was li- he was staying in ho- First of all, you are you are brokey. You're going to a hotel to hide away from me because you're afraid to show me how I'm saying broke it you better are? be the freaking uh Motel Girl, 8 or Motel 6. Listen, it better be not the, not better Shangri-La. Be you know what I mean? <laughs> underneath it. You cannot be staying in no Shangri-La or freaking uh Hilton. Not Trump Tower, you better not, not be. Not the in. Sheraton, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the highway you need to be at your local uh not even airbnb you no. need to be at the mom and pop bed and breakfast okay like damn i want to be in a tent in a park that's what i want <laughs> because that is crazy to me and like i'm i understand that's how some men are but like can you imagine all the communication that he could have provided her would have helped her so much yeah just telling me just saying hey listen jj uh we're broke I gambled. I gambled everything. Father, are you winning? <laughs> no, so are you, did you win, Dad? No, but no, no, son. Pack your bags. I sold the house. Yeah. I lost the house. <laughs> Imagine if you were just direct and honest like that, because I think that would have saved her a lot of heartache. Because now she's thinking, well, he thinks I'm not effable. I'm yeah. not. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not good enough. I'm nothing. Meanwhile, this man is out here fighting with the the accountant and the lawyers over foreclosures and stuff. Like, that would annoy me. And I think Jenna's response to it is just like, that is such... Like, it's your fault. It's all on you. It is, and she said it, but then she also, when he takes her... He finally takes her to the park to watch one of those Turner Classic movies. Oh, yeah. But it's not in the way in which Eric does it, which is, like, just a blanket, and, like, he hires a butler. Well, Eric does it the way we do it, as poor people. (laughs) yes but he you know eric has the opportunity to be a spoiled brat because mm-hmm. who his mom is but he's just not mm-hmm. but like brian who's instead been on the other side so anti he's like i'm not going to the park if i don't have like a cashmere blanket if right. i don't have this this and that and she's like this ain't even me anymore like i don't even like this and again we're doing this on your terms something that's supposed to be for me we're doing it on your terms you don't like to go to brooklyn but now you're saying I should be grateful because you took me to Brooklyn yeah. to go watch something, do something that I want to do. And she says, um, you were the boss and I was your geisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't wait for And then she quotes the, the advice she gave Jinx, which was don't wait for a guy to... What the heck did I write? It, don't wait for a guy though. to decide your future. Yeah, you decided for yourself. Yeah, so because she's telling... Brian because he's like you want to be with that male schooler you want to do it and she's like honestly yeah I love him and he loves me wholly like every time okay I'm gonna stop there every time Jenna says to an adult <laughs> that she loves Eric the laughter that comes out of my body girl got you feel like uh, Kamala Harris mommy, you're 45 <laughs> you're talking about an 18 year old he's Grow 22 up. oh sorry feeling 22 <laughs> 
Fam, he was on Tumblr when it was actually like the peak Tumblr. That's how young he is. <clears throat> she doesn't even know what a Tumblr is. <laughs> so it's, it's like he was on Tumblr when the celebs were on Tumblr. Like, do you remember Beyonce used to be on Tumblr? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> that was so fun. And Rihanna, Rihanna's Tumblr pictures were epic. Oh, oh my, my God, God, that was such a fun time. Exactly. Eric experienced that firsthand. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. It was real tough. Anyway, so, yeah, like what Odilia said, he took her to the park and stuff. And, like, he's trying to convince her about the life that they had was great. And she was... And, basically tell her like you're a spoiled girl like you were getting allowance you know what i mean you enjoyed the yeah. life that we had and then he started talking about <laughs> he does this really stupid thing saying well you know i'm i'm ready i'm ready to have a child i want to have a baby blink 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 what but the way he says it he's like i'm not ready to be a father he says i'll get you a nanny i'll get you an a, a wet I'll... a wet nurse yeah. i don't even know what a wet nurse is <laughs> don't they feed the baby what yes i swear they put their booby but there. wait okay i understand that in game of thrones times <laughs> they still have them people still have wet nurses till now i guess rich people wow okay so she so basically saying well we're gonna hire help to help with the children you yeah know I mean? yeah like, another you know accessory to your life exactly because you need jenna to go on all your 50 million got galas yeah for no reason exactly and i think he doesn't realize that jenna has actually changed a lot because he was almost like interrupting her telling her like sweetie this is how life is gonna be like yeah. you enjoy that life she gets so upset that she gets up and says like i don't the whole jinx statement yeah. you know what i mean i'm not waiting for you yeah. to give me anything like i will take care of myself i'll pay my own rent i'll do my own my whole bills like i don't care she rushes out of the park and we forgot to talk about the male servant that came with them to the park he's like madam do you want z wine brian is so so <laughs> so bougie because why are you going to a park with other like there are normal regular people there you have a whole setup there you brought your male servant with you yeah. to provide cheeses and wines like yeah. that is so like you know pretentious that's actually disgusting behavior anyway jenna was right was right to be like yeah i'm out of here and she never sees him after that she leaves but Jenna should have been like, but still send the stocks in my name my way. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. No, she doesn't want to get any help from her man. Who's not her man, actually. She's not smart. Anyways. So on to the next thing. <laughs> so. Okay. So the next. This is when they. they Expose them? Gucci, Gucci, yeah, yeah. Da, da. What? Real baby mama. Okay, English. What are you saying, man? This is when they do it in the closet, in the fashion oh, room. Oh, this is when they do it. I do okay. believe so because um, then he's like, no, no, this is fab. I don't know when they hooked up, but just know they did that thing. Okay? So then what happens next is, right, my girl starts feeling pain in her belly. No, they do hook up. Then she goes to her desk and she's thinking about the fact that we missed something. The fact that one of those ladies at May May's party gave her a business card for um, a fertility. A yeah, fertility yes. doctor. And she's sitting there. She's like, do I want this with Eric? Do I not? And then she like crumples it up. But then she feels this like lurching in her belly. And she's like, oh, this is anxiety. And immediately I was like, you are so dumb. You are so dumb and you are so stupid. You're a 40 year old woman who doesn't know how to use birth control. And that's really upsetting. So <laughs> let's go back to the question I asked everybody last week. I said, where was protection used? You, said, you just have to assume they're having safe sex. Here we are. 
a 40 year old woman <laughs> who is pregnant pregnant <laughs> how? literally how are you pregnant because i said her eggs were were no okay if you can have kids at 40 I eggs were poached. you can definitely have kids at 40 yeah of course of course you can have them like it's high risk yes but 40 is not impossible but she's been drinking like she has no prenatal at all <laughs> Okay, well, so then she feels like she's got to throw up and her little to boy toy sees her and he's like, I'll help you. Like, she's like, I have to go home. And she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, come to my place, which is really Darcy's place. And she, this is the first time she's gone to his place. Yeah. Goes up to his room and it looks exactly like how you imagine a 22 year old room is. Somebody whose room is stuck in time because they've been away at school for so long and they're just starting to figure out their life. Mm -hmm. And after she showered and stuff, she now they have the conversation and and he, she's like i want kids like i want that he's like why didn't you tell me and then she he's like i could do that for you he's like no you can't you have a life to live mm -hmm. would you even be a good dad now and it was like no and um she doesn't know she's pregnant at this point but she's just like it's just not gonna work eric i don't want to compromise what i want like i love you i love you i love you what is what does king george say he's like i love you <laughs> from the moment i saw you climb up the wall i've loved you desperately i love you desperately that's what i wanted <laughs> i love you charlotte my heart calls your if name I, let's stop this let's just watch bridgerton right now like <laughs> I'm ready. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Back to our scheduled program. You can tell how not interested we oh, are. Oh yeah, we, we barely know what's going on. Until <laughs> I go back from what happened next, we don't know. And I promise you, we read it. It's just did we? I know I did. I can't remember. Anyway, but anyway, so she he's like she's like I love you desperately, but I, I can't love you like this. Right, right person, wrong time. And he's like all this because you I invite you to a freaking Lil Wayne concert. He's like no, it's not the Lil Wayne concert, my guy. It's everything in general. It's like, like everything. You know I, mean? I want you constantly. Eat I want every day <laughs> and watch Pornhub. I on the other hand, like, <laughs> now she didn't say that. He said that about himself. He did, but like I'm reading, I'm reading his internal thoughts. Okay, you know what I mean, like. Like he's not ready to have a child obviously no he's 22 mm. and she's 40 and you know and she just wants to like and she wants a baby that's what she wants and this man doesn't want a baby right now so yeah. that calls off their whole relationship so then they're just like they do that thing they do in the movies so what are you saying and she's like i don't know if you're you're illiterate or you're unable to comprehend what's happening yeah. i'm saying it's donezo <laughs> i'm saying it's over <laughs> yeah it's jober <laughs> it's jober y'all and um then she she leaves yeah so the next day were you were you thinking that darcy was gonna show up the whole time my heart was yeah. going pow, 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 me pow, too pow, pow. i think myself this is a perfect opportunity for darcy to show up. i'm like aha i've got you i've got you you <laughs> fucking this oh because sorry no swearing like, <laughs> you can swear <laughs> i put a list explicit on the podcast <laughs> on this one i'm not doing that <laughs> okay I'm sorry. Excuse my French, y'all. I've said I've said a couple of swear words too. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> what was I saying? She he said like, oh, she's not coming home till eight. I'd be like, it'll be today. She wants a lunch in her house. Just wait. Yeah, but she didn't show up. So the next day though, she calls a meeting at work and she's like, somebody has stolen something. This Some is white Darcy, by the way, who's called a meeting. Somebody has stolen something from the fashion room, and we have to watch the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
she's like so excited. She's like, Jinx, you who's desperately has a crush on my son, you watch the tapes. And come back at two o'clock and let us know what you see in the tape so we can expose the thieves. How evil can you be, Darcy? We all know what you're doing. At this point, you know, like you clock it at work and you know that meeting is coming up and everyone's just like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I know Jenna, Jenna does that thing at some Walker did in some Walker challenge. Like she was behind her door just like, God help me. <laughs> yeah, she I'm did insane. do that. Like she, she rolls up down the door. Eric, because what part of their argument, she was like, he was all like, once we 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 leave Styles, you will be fine. Be like, and she's like, she's he was like, or she was like, Darcy is not the villain. So this time she texted, she's like, she's not a villain, right? Like she's not a villain. And he's like, she's like, what are we gonna do? She's like, forget what we're gonna do. Pack your box up. We're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you are. She, she, he was like, "There's no nothing about what we're gonna yeah, do here. Not, you, how do you hide from this? Like, it's done." <laughs> now, two o'clock comes, and now Darcy puts a whole meeting. Usually, she doesn't. First of all, Darcy does not even attend exactly. these meetings. But this time around, she's like, "Let's talk about blah 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 blah." She yes. spends like forty-five minutes going on and on, asking dumb questions about everybody in the department about what they're working for the rest of the week. And finally, she's just like, "Okay, now let's talk about the fees." <clears throat> Jinx. Come here. Meanwhile, Jinx is red in the yeah, face. Yeah, poor Jinx, by the way. That is that is assault. <laughs> only, only, not harassment, only does, maybe. Definitely harassment. And she should have spoken to HR the first time we, we read the book. Because first of all, you just in the morning in the dark because you can't afford your bills. <laughs> Darcy has threatened to fire you multiple times. Yeah. She treats you like a rat on the highway. <laughs> and then now she told you to go watch a sex tape of Janet Jones and your crush, Eric. <laughs> That's travel for a lifetime. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, though. <laughs> well, what's funny about that? Because that's a violation. Why a rat on an highway? <laughs> if then... you know, you know, y'all. If you don't, boo-hoo. <laughs> but no, she really is a rat on the highway. But the thing is, <laughs> if I was Jinx, I'd be like, honestly, I saw nothing on there. <laughs> I would gaslight the shit out of Darcy. I'd be like, seriously. And then do I would do when she gave it to me, I would have deleted that part. Mm-hmm. And then been like, I checked. Here's the footage. You can have it back and check do yourself. Do you think Jinx is smart enough <laughs> to clip up? <laughs> To play that stuff on and try and like clip it and delete it. I don't think she's smart enough. Well, I just don't. Like she's on and off with her boyfriend anyway, who doesn't respect her. I she broke up with him. Girl, I don't know. I think they're back together. Anyway, so, so now Darcy is forcing Jinx to say, What did you see in the tape? She said, I saw I and she's like, What you see? What you see? And yeah. then she's looking at like Jenna and Eric. She's like, You saw Jenna and Eric. What were they doing? Were they stealing? Were they smoking? Like, <laughs> I would be like, oh my god, is this a workplace environment? And then Eric and Jenna are just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then Eric just blurts out, we, we were, were fucking. fucking. She was fucking me. I was fucking her. We were fucking. And then it was like, I scandal. Oh, no, no. Oh my god. The boss's son. <laughs> and the geriatric But Terry was like, okay. Some of them were like, yes, go, Jenna, go. <laughs> Let me tell you. I, now, I wanted to ask you when I read that. If you were in that room, right, and you had no idea what was going on, but then all of a sudden that was said, would you like be upset or would you be happy? I'd just be shocked. Okay. Well, I would be like, most? oh my God, in the, it, it, at her place of work? 
<laughs> I've treated like um oh you haven't seen The Office but there's a scene you know Dwight yeah. had a relationship with Angela yeah and they used to sleep around the office yes so there's a scene where Oscar like after it's exposed Oscar's like that's so disgusting where were you even doing it because Oscar's Angela's like right desk mate so obviously they're doing it on their shared desk and he's like oh gross where were you guys even doing that at and Dwight's just looking at like Oscar intensely. <laughs> And Oscar's just like, where Dwight? Where? <laughs> and Dwight's like, I think you already know. <laughs> hey, I do remember this episode. I so I think that would be me. I'd be like, where we all? Where else? Like, oh my god! For me, the first thing was shocking. He's like, wait, is she forty? That's the first thing that would. That's the first thing that I would say. I would be like, okay, I guess. Let me write this down so I can tell my girls at lunch. Because I'll go to HR and ask for compensation. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how. But you guys owe me for whatever this is. <laughs> anyway, and so, so after Eric blurted out and everyone's just like, ooh, wow, ooh, yeah. Um, Darcy's just like, mm-hmm, Both mm-hmm. of you can come to my office now so I can read y'all. And not only that, she fired Jinx. Yes. And told Jinx. What Jinx do? Like, Jinx, you're fired. I said, like, anytime, if I ask you a question, you have to answer it. She got fired from answering a question. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to HR. Thank you. <sighs> Poor Jinx. And then Jenna's just like, well, you're like, Jinx, like, if you need a reference or whatever, you Any day, know. anytime. Like, that's rude. Anyway, they go to Darcy's office. And what did Darcy tell the, the two? She essentially uh, was like, called Jenna all types of whore, all types of you stolen from me, <laughs> all types of how dare you, all types of like that. Everyone and, thinks you're goody goody two shit. Yeah. I know who you are. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, girl. Get a life. And then Eric is like, you stop now. You're not going to insult her in front of me. Mm-hmm. One. Two, mm-hmm. you can just stop because you're so disgusting. You cared so much about whatever this is. You watched your son mm-hmm. have relations on tape. Mm-hmm. What kind of mother does that? And she's like, you don't get to question my parent. And he's like, you barely even been a mom. And then he stands at the door. He's like, if you say, if you soil Jenna's reputation, I'm going to tell everybody. And he yells it so the office can yell here how you got the money to start this company, how you put all the blame on that man's Ooh, wife yeah. how you uh what else did she do she was the most horrendous thing she said that you have to open up the door to get the curtains for our new place yes yeah, so you can't the go to your same, dad's funeral you can't go to your father's funeral so he never saw and he took father. the bus there for yep. 15 minutes and had to go back yep and then on top of that he left her him at laguardia airport yep so that she could go do whatever for like 24 hours Horrible, horrible lady. And everyone in the office has heard this and they're like, ooh. But my thing is, now that he said it, how is he going to stop people from the office from saying anything? Girl, I don't know. I guess they love their jobs. But, um. How can, I don't know anybody who loves their job, but, you know, <clears throat> we move. Yeah, so Eric does all that and Darcy's just like, how dare you? And he walks out and Jenna, I guess, gives Darcy one last, like, fuck you <laughs> and walks out too yeah and now they're standing there and with their stuff in hand her poster and she's like yeah i'm gonna get on the subway and he's like with a poster and i was like eric people will be poor yeah people take everything on the subway exactly. and uh, <laughs> i've seen someone carry a whole sofa on the subway really yeah absolutely i said you that's right uber costs a lot in this city <laughs> so he got him and his friends and they were all carrying and then his other friends brought like pots of flowers too it was very Aww. cute but um, they're just standing there and they're like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. And he like kisses her for the last time. Like, wait, is this his moment? Yeah. Yeah. They like can. really deeply. And, I, and in that moment, I was like, oh, that was that was the only time where I said, oh, yeah, like this really sucks because like obviously 
like everything's ruined for them at this point. Yeah. And, like she has to build up from scratch again. And then him, like, I guess for him, the same thing. So yeah, they hold tight. They kiss desperately as they do. Yeah. And they go their separate ways. And then four years later, it's 2017. God. Time has passed. And this is when I get mad. Why? Because we're going to keep it short. So there. No, let's keep it short. So essentially what happens is she's living with a Lodi in a brownstone that's across from Billy. So they're all having like a little cute communal moment and they're calling her child the baby. Yeah. And I promise you, even though I had read Seven Days in June, I knew the baby's name was Otis. It didn't click for me till that very moment that Otis was his dad's name. And I was... Oh, it clicked for me. It didn't click for me. And I said, Otis! I went on. I wrote in big letters, the baby, <laughs> and um. Then I was like, "Wait, is this a surrogate baby, or like now he put the baby you. in you, or like?" That's what I was confused about because they called her the baby, the baby, and I and there was no really clear indication that because when actually you know what when Billy said this baby looks nothing like you, I said, "Oh, it has to be a surrogate in that oh, case." Because okay. I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, yeah, so you got a different sperm donor, and like yeah. obviously the child don't look like you." But then when they were all chatting in the in the park and they spotted Eric who just so happened to be in the same park as them and they <laughs> called out his name and he was talking to the baby and he's just like oh my god that baby looked like me I said hold on hold on that is your illegitimate child it's not a Boston who I that think- baby looked like that baby looked like Drake that baby don't look like Drake <laughs> Um, and that was really cute. Their their reunion was really cute. Yeah, because yeah. first they were like, oh, like let's try and be friends. Like, first of all, Eric's done things. He's been to Barcelona. He did well at South by Southwest. He's in Sundance. He yeah. like now he's filming his movie about his dad called um what was it? Finding Otis. Finding Otis. Which is like an ode to how like trying to piece together the last what happened day to of, him. Of his which it made me think, is this Fruitvale Station? It was giving me that vibe of a movie. Hannah doesn't care. So, um, but anyways. No, I do care. I've never watched Fruitville. I, Have I, you not? Let me tell something. I read the synopsis and I said, It is incredibly sad. Incredibly. Said, when I feel like I'll watch that, I will. And but also, it looks really sad. If you me. only know, um, I believe it's Chad Michael Murray in like happy lover boy roles, seeing him in this role deaded anything you ever had i never had any feelings for chad michael murray but i was like yeah you yeah bars i oh, know this is a movie i thought you were about to insult me <laughs> no but i know you do like chad michael murray no i don't i used to watch him on one tree hill a very long time ago so i'm aware of chad michael murray you're aware of him okay anyways <laughs> so it was giving me fruit rail. but anyways um yeah She's like, well, if we got to be friends, I got to tell you about this kid. Yeah. And this is this is particularly where I get upset. Like, I understand he was understanding because she was all oh, like. Oh, Odile has an issue with this. Yes. She was understanding of like, or he was understanding. He's like, because she said, I I was okay doing it by myself. Like, it was a little stressful, but I just knew I couldn't like steal your youth from you. Like, you had to go do the things that you've done. And he even says, he's like, had she told me, I would have like got an office job, anything. But like, he's accomplished so much. Yeah, with other child in his life. But I hate, 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 hate. Unless your partner is abusive or something, I think it's so mean to not tell the father of the child. Like, if okay. you're keeping it, to tell the, not tell the father of the child, at least be aware that this person exists in the light. Okay, I understand your point of view, and I'm going And I don't and think Jenna, in, particularly, in particular, had a reason to hide the baby. 
I think that their relationship was very explosive. And I and I just feel like if she told him, I have this child with you, he would do anything. Because there are so many points in the chapters where they would talk where he would talk about like, you have to let go of my hand or you have to stop kissing me or else I'm not going to leave you. Like I'm gonna take you with me. They have a very intense, inevitable way of loving each other that's not healthy at all. Yeah. So I understand why Jenna's just like, if I told this man that we had a child, he would no longer pursue what he wants to pursue and get an office job to be a stable, good father or a classy gentleman to take care of the baby. That's my understanding of it. That's fine. And the child's just three years old. He you guys keep saying just as if you don't know those three years are the most important. Forget what the child sees. What about you? You didn't get to experience the child in the womb. You missed your child being born. You missed your child's first smile. Your child's first laugh. Aww. Your child sitting up. Your child eating solid. Your child walking okay. for the first time. That's putting sweet. your baby in cute little Jordans. Putting your baby... Well, I'm pretty sure she took her little can um camera and took some pictures of all the first <laughs> it's not know, the same it's not but here we are now that you're in the life let's talk about the life, <laughs> in the life. <laughs> now that you're in the life let's talk let's not talk about the three years you have lost but the 20 hundred years that you have gained amen anyway now no it's very rude and i didn't like that i'm, in I'm this, off in this, it Adela, most of the time i agree with you with that opinion because i think it's very evil for you to not let your your that person know that they have a child right like you just they're just roaming around the world thinking that they that they're just a single person no but in this particular situation just because i have context around their relationship yeah it's okay we, we can move. We can walk from this for sure. Oh. And he wasn't upset about it either. And I think he understands also that he had a very like obsessive type of, you know, relationship with her. And even when he was dating other girls, he would always think about the 40 year old Jenna. Like, it's just it is what it is. I'm not with it. And I'm not happy with that ending. And I think that ending so dumb because she even say, Otis, this is your dad. Yeah. Otis, this is your pops. Let's go play basketball together. It's just like, oh, um, this, this is, this is a tears. person. They're in tears. Everybody's happy. Life is life. Now let's talk about the movie. I'm actually tired out, y'all. That movie was ass. That's all that I can movie... say about it. It was so bad. Like, if I was Tia Williams, I would sue. Like, that movie was horrible. The, the costumes were fire. The, there's so <laughs> many. The costumes were fire. That's The gowns were good okay the gowns clocked in and they were amazing they looked very nice contrasted against like the different um, locations that they had filming as well but i think the biggest issue for me was the concept of the perfect find was not clear at all in the movie if you have read this book and then watched the movie at least because you read the book you have an understanding what the concept is but if you are a first time watcher of that film you would have no idea what the perfect find is why is remy ma up here in the perfect find like what's going on here I think even if you do have an understanding of what's happening, you then like get upset because it's so poorly done. Like it was actually so poorly done. To me, it feels like and it they was a changed last minute thing. Yes, I don't know why they did like and they changed so much of the plot. Like for instance, we're talking about um Jinx. The whole scene with Jinx doesn't happen. What happens is Darcy gets catches them in the apartment. And it's like with Jenna getting her, <laughs> Jenna's getting her coochie by Eric yeah. in the apartment. And she's moaning. And then you know what the worst part is? Darcy's not even that mean in the book, in the movie. No, no, she's She not. loves her son. I was like, this is a care. It's almost like, like a, they were trying to, 
have Darcy come across as a mom, like a a, a boy mom. Yes, but she was not boy momming even enough for me. Exactly. Like, you know I mean? like it's just like, and they made mom. him older. Yeah, he, he's, he's like he had a master, so he I was said, at least oh, twenty four. I said okay. Yeah. I see what y'all did. But it was still uncomfortable because everybody knows Keith Powers and everybody knows Gabby Union. And then why did Dwayne Wade show up as a cameo? I said, what? Okay, and then another thing was, I've never considered Gabrielle Union a bad actor, but she was so bad in this. She was horrible. Like, Keith Powers was eating her up in every scene. Like, he was giving. And then he was getting nothing. And now it's just like, if you guys are going to make us, force us to watch this, at least make us believe in it. And, and then they gave zero to no screen time to the side characters. Yes. And Elodie. Or even uh, Tim and Clarita. Yes. Just, like, just plot just, points to move it along. It made no sense. And oh my god, the way it was edited, y'all, like from one scene to the next, like nobody was nobody was understanding what was going on. A dude was looking at me, I was looking at her, I said, Girl, what are we watching? Like we started hopping onto our phones to talk about something else because it was so blah. Like it was horrible. Absolutely it was horrible. genuinely horrible. Now start rating stuff. Um No, I'm not done yet. You know? And then they freaking put Elodie as Lala Anthony and something like about that sits so badly with me <laughs> like it just sits so badly and it was part of the character assassination of all the side characters who were immensely uh serious i just can't take lala and her bbl seriously in those moments i just can't would you prefer it if it was like a series the way it was rushed made me feel like it should have been a series because i'm I don't know if there's a comparison here, but you know, of course, you know, Reese, not Reese, is it Reese Witherspoon who has that whole book club? Yeah. Like she actually makes some of the yeah. books that she reads into movies. So that one that came out with, um, um, what's her name from Avatar? The Italian, the, no, the black girl who is married to the Italian. Zoe Saldana? Zoe Saldana. Oh, is that Reese Witherspoon, that show yeah. that everybody was watching? So there's, she has like a book club and she's managed to catalyze off it. No, I know the book club, movies. but like... So that that movie was coming out of her book club. Oh, okay. That's why her name was on it too. So I'm thinking to myself, why can they do something similar to this project? Yeah. Because this felt like a Tyler Perry movie. This actually felt worse than a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. Because at least Tyler Perry, they had wigs. <laughs> Speaking of wigs, why is it... <laughs> that Gabrielle Union, and I loved her, uh, fine, her little bob haircut was cute for most of the movie. But then when she got pregnant, so the four year later, or time has passed um, scene, why her wig look like that? She looked a mess. Yeah. She looked a hot mess. It I was agree. so upsetting. And then we had T.S. Madison, a queen. Yes, they wasted a T.S. Madison cameo as I well. I hope they paid her so much money to show up there. And then waste her time. <laughs> I'm gonna say though that Gina Torres, the best actress on the entire thing. Yes. Like she definitely carried the Darcy um character. I just wish she had a stronger script to really execute the true talents that woman has. Yeah. Ugh, it was just so And then um then they did tell Eric's character in the movie about the baby prior to and it, the way it ends you don't actually meet otis she's just pregnant at a gala the darzini darzini <laughs> the darzini gala <laughs> the darzini gala <laughs> honestly yeah because it might have been a bumpkin kind of gala because what it, the was, it was on? it was met gala but like for mm. black people 
and it was just so bad like i just want to understand why they did this like what the hell like it was so bad it was horrible and now i genuinely don't do not sell seven days in june to anybody don't buy it don't sell it i'm sorry sell it, sell it to the highest bidder hbo and then from there find the best producer director don't even sell it to hbo i don't find. actually want to see it on anybody's tv i think she's gonna i think she's gonna no make it into a film. no absolutely not after what i've just seen after what has been showcased to me i don't want to see it don't make don't piss me off by ruining shane and and jean and then you guys are gonna hire freaking like like queen nija and goddamn like not queen nija <laughs> and tom holland and tom holland no shade no shade to tom holland we love that man <laughs> like it'll like... be the two worst people you've ever met <laughs> No, you're right. <laughs> Talking about Shane Hall, and I'll just be so upset. Like, don't do it. This movie was atrocious, and this is after I I didn't even love the book. Yeah, but I was like, damn, I felt an injustice taking place. It was very empty towards the last. Like honestly, towards. <laughs> like I thought, I really thought there were moments where it was gonna redeem itself, and it never came, girl. No, it was like just when people were saying horrible, when people were saying it was bad, I was like, let's let's give it a chance. Yeah. But it was ass. <laughs> it was below that. <laughs> it was baloney. <laughs> it was so bad. And I'm so upset. I hope this doesn't stop Keith Powers from wanting to do another romantic, like, No, I don't think thing so. Because he, he was job. actually so good in it. I just wish, like, it, this wasn't it. Like, and also, like, let's be honest. Some plots don't work anymore. Like, do not do this again. Um... <laughs> Do not do this again, T. Williams. Nobody should do this again. Don't do it again. Nobody wants to see a 40-year-old anybody yeah. with a 22-year-old anybody. We don't care the gender. We, we don't, don't care. care. It's nasty. Just It's nasty. Throughout. It's nasty. And it's just, and no. You know, you know how in the books, like, the sex scenes are very intense and, like, very, like, suffocating? Yeah. I was not wanting to see that on screen. <laughs> and I'm glad that you only did a little kiss, kiss, kiss. And you, you notice as well, yeah. right? Like, they sat naked, like, but, like, they, that was it. They sat naked. They kissed a little bit. Even when he was going down on her, you couldn't really see yeah. him. I'm just like, yeah, you see? Even you guys know the problem here. <clears throat> and so, like, <laughs> I was just not prepared to see Keith Powers and Gabriel even do that stuff. Like, it's just nasty to me. I was me. prepared to see Keith Powers. <laughs> now, the only reason why, like, at some point I was like, oh, that's cute is because it's Keith Powers. What did he say? He had one line that was like, oh, he said, I'm sad. <laughs> I, I swear to God, Adela, I promise you, I will never play that movie again. So I'm not even going to go and like <laughs> rewind and try and find what scene it is. Like he said something that was so funny. The screenwriter popped only that one minute. After that, she left. <laughs> I don't know, but it was so bad. It was so bad. This book. Okay, let's get, we're going to rate the movie and the book. So let's start with the movie. The movie out of what? 10. Out of 10? Yeah. I'm giving the movie a three. I'll give it the same for costuming. Yeah, and the Powers. costume and, and Gina and Torres. Gina Torres, they do a great job. Yeah, and I didn't I, hate the the soundtrack. The soundtrack, I didn't, I didn't even bother, man. Like, <laughs> like the movie's bad, the sound is bad, the score is bad, everything's bad, man. Oh so God. it's a three out of ten for sure. Okay. It's a certified rotten. <laughs> I saw the reviews and I said, oh, oh, I didn't go on Rotten Tomatoes really bad. Yeah. Ooh. it's not good like honestly like i've watched pretty bad stuff in the past this was probably Can one of honest, the worst Gabrielle things i've watched union has one of the worst filmographies that i've ever seen she just does anything girl <laughs> do you have an agent <laughs> like sometimes i'm like damn like i know we know her like she's a staple especially in the black community but like Can she no really she actually has now? a horrible uh, like her 
it like what's carrying her other than the nostalgia bring it on and to be honest Adelia, i've watched her in other things i think even like saving mary jane uh, oh, i never watched, watched i watched saving saving mary jane. Jane. that was pretty good she did a more drama related yeah. role and the, it's one of those empires where it was good in the first two seasons and mm. then mwah, mwah, mwah. yeah it came out like right when bt was about to hit yep. its rock bottom and i think she did great in that i think she did great in bring it on um but she has I like a think very like a monotonous way of acting she's always she's the same, always same character, character. stuck up yeah. black girl yeah and the one time we needed her to be a little stuck up she wasn't it yeah. I'm sick of her. No, I'm kidding. I love yeah. No, but I seriously. love Gabrielle Union. I hate Gabrielle's talent. I like, like she, she. I wish she had something else like singing. <laughs> you know, to like help her because J Lo is a horrible singer, but she's a great performer and she's a outstanding actress. And no she one picks can take that from good her. projects. No one can take that from her. I don't know if it's because the roles aren't available. Like I, I just have to chalk it up to that because you could pick better projects. Like I don't know. There's so many great, like. Um, why don't we have good black comedy or rom coms no more? I it made me know. think of like the one with Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae, and I was like, why oh, did y'all pick the these two people? That was I awkward. liked that movie. I just didn't like There's them. No chemistry. Yes. I think it's Issa Rae. I think it was Lakeith as well. I think Lakeith would. Have, I think also the plot was a little bit silly. But I would, because I would have preferred the real to movie, have Yelena Noel and um, what's her name? Mm, Mame. Shante. <laughs> Mame. Like, I got so excited for the subbeat. Girl, I was posting all over my Instagram like I was a promoter. <laughs> just for me to watch that movie in theater with our good friend. And I was like, this is not what I wanted it to be. I actually thought it was going to be mostly Yelena Noel. Because that's who I came for. <laughs> Why would you come for someone who was not advertised as the main person? Yelena Noel, the moment I spotted him in Insecure, I've been obsessed. I've been obsessed with that man. And he don't act often. So he also needs to learn how to pick a good project. So many of you are just picked. I had to just assume you're hungry. And if that's the case, just say that. But, you know, a lot of actors say that they get hundreds and hundreds of roles all the time and they just keep saying no. So can we let's, let's go back to yes the pile. To some of the... Let's go back to the pile and look at some <laughs> things because we're not sifting well. Exactly. Um, but you're right. Where are the good black rom-coms? Like, I don't really know. I really like the one with Issa Rae and um, that brown guy. That really fine brown Kumon guy. And yeah, Johnny. that was yeah, funny. That was cute. Love something. Love birds. Or yes. Love something. That was, that was really cute. And on Netflix. I also liked the one, like, it was slow, but I liked the one with with um, Kofi Cerebo. Oh, the yeah. um the artist yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 I liked that one. That was that was cool. All they know how to do is give a swirl romance. It's not every day Bridgerton, but I will be revisiting it. Yes. I love you. <laughs> oh I my. love you desperately. I cannot breathe when you're not here. Woo! <laughs> you know what? No matter what y'all want to say about Shana Rice, give Shana Rice the <laughs> give her the script. She will turn that shit. When it comes to she a will swirl, turn that shit. I don't mean at this point. I wouldn't care if it's interracial. Just, it's always interracial when it's Shonda. Well, yeah, because <laughs> she likes that. That's that's her like her bread her and thing. butter. You know what I mean? And it sells. Isn't she like one of the top um, paid screenwriters around? Probably. And she writes her stuff, and she's a and she's not bad. Her plots are plotting. no, they're really good. Her plots are plotting. I get shocked even when I rewatch them. I say, oh, I forgot that happened. Just George, Papa oh, George. George. Oh gosh. <laughs> When he said, I'm so glad you didn't go over the wall. Ah, I shed it a tear. so good. We watched it twice. Yeah, and I watched just it, twice. Uh, then I, 
Twice meaning together. Individually, it's up to y'all to count. <laughs> Just twice, y'all. Oh, I love talent. Shonda Rhimes, that's why you're one of the highest paid um, screenwriters out here on showrunners. Because you know how to write a, You know how to write stuff. Yes, if you were to... Actually, I, who would I... If Seven Days in June was a thing, who would I want to touch it? Who would I, I want as far... I would actually give it to... Definitely not. I don't want. Okay, you. I'm gonna say y'all need to give it to uh, Barry. Barry. I was gonna say exact same thing because when yeah. I watched um, if Bill Street could talk, and I read the book, he followed the book almost exactly. Maybe just change a few of the screenwriting and stuff because he has so much appreciation for James Baldwin. Yeah, but the way he turned it into motion picture, I said this is somebody who knows how to write. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know how to take a novel and turn it into something that people can enjoy in theater. Yeah, Barry Jenkins would do wonders for Seven Days in June. In fact, I'm gonna tweet out right now <laughs> as we rate the book because we're so important. But um, <laughs> to my three followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah i think that's the only person i could see doing it or um who did woman king and she's known to do it gina brythewood yeah she did great with love and basketball i, I okay i give I her know, that i know i'm scratching for nothing but it's something compared <laughs> to what we watched last night that was deplorable like sometimes black representation does not matter like if this is a writing you're providing maybe you should not give the opportunity i'm so serious but um rate the book the book five out of ten not very generous <laughs> i'm sorry y'all. i'm giving it four out of ten and four out of ten for only two reasons the sex scenes <laughs> and the side characters anyway y'all thank you so much for watching Wait, i didn't tell you why i gave it don't just you cut me five yeah well you didn't ask me why oh why you give five um i love the writing from tia and why are you rolling your eyes now go on i love the writing i enjoyed the side characters a lot um i do enjoy jenna and eric's relationship on a very um surface level when i'm able to forget that they are literally the ages of mom and son um in that time but yeah i i think i think had they been closer in age, there would have been more potential for me to fall over. Mm -hmm. But they will never be Jean-Vieve and Shane. And so far, from everything that we've read so far, <sighs> you know, I'm even missing Kai and um. So and I'm Kiki. Say, like that's yours. I'm in, I'm right now since all, from all the books are read, I'm between Honey and Spice and, and Seven Days in June. Days in June. Just because Honey and Spice, that author has a like that's the kind of way i like to read books yeah in a very poetic rhythmic way seven days june is very direct but it still had a lot of like poetic ways yeah. of writing and that's why i liked it there's only two books i can say for sure for sure you know top the charts you know billboard if i read this before i let go and there's no romance i'm putting it down we'll end the podcast halfway i'm so serious guys if i yeah, get to like stop. episode two of the next book and i'm not seeing the romancing i'm gonna pick a different book yeah like, i'm actually we've done yinka where's your husband no, and no. yinka just suffered <laughs> and she i was really suffered, and, and most of the time i was embarrassed
terms for her too. I'm just like, girl, I want better for you. I and honestly, you. half the time Yinka was traumatizing me too. I was constantly triggered by her troubles as a black girl. And then now we now go to these two clowns who are pretending they can have a relationship. And I'm I'm tired. When they are Deepak's distance from each other in terms of age. Like, one's a dinosaur, another one is a... A what? <laughs> one was born during the Ice Age. One was born during the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> oh, no, dear, we're not mean. Dear, we love dear, older dear. women. Just date men who are also around your age. And it goes both ways, y'all. Okay? Yes, There's no exceptions ways. here. It Don't think that if ways. it was the other way. No. The only exceptions I've ruled that I have is myself and Idris Elba. Other than that... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, hop me on that train too. If Idris Elba was to step to me right now and says, Hannah, I want you. I'm leaving Sabrina. <laughs> Are you mad? We're going. Where you, where'd you want Be my Brian. Where we go? Take me everywhere. Let's go to the galas and whatever. I'm going to yeah. do all that stuff for you. Oh, you're gambling? Oh, that sucks. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I want to end this right now. This has been a very painful, miserable ride for me, y'all. I am so depressed. I cannot wait to talk to my therapist on Monday because this book was very difficult for me to read and get into. No shade to Tia Williams at all. I think she's an amazing writer regardless. Just this plot and this trope of romance does not work for me. And that's how I'm going to end things here. Anything else you want to say, friend? Yes, our next book is going to be Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. It is a re the themes are Hana. <laughs> the themes are rekindling of a relationship, reigniting a fire, and marriage, and as Adele said, divorce, babe, divorce. Mm -hmm. And um the girlies seem to love it, so hopefully we love it too. If not, I don't know, but like I said, there has to be love, you guys. Yeah. There has to be love, and it has to be written with. Mwah. And I don't want to hear anything about y'all turning this into a movie. I think I already saw something actually before I let go. Yeah, <sighs> let me read it first. It's like fear follows me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it won't. It won't. It won't just let first, me go. Our first adaptation was not a hit, but um, yeah, we're we're excited, y'all, for the next one. Um. <laughs> And um, on top of that, yeah. And of course, we would love, 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 love to know what you guys thought of uh, <laughs> of The Perfect Fine. What do you rate it? And um, yeah, just tell us what you think. Also, let us know what books you want us to read. What's, what's you know, keeping you interested. And, and yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening as always follow us on all our socials at romantically lit on twitter tiktok and instagram have a blessed weekend and we'll see you here next week bye, bye.